The Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, are in Indianapolis for the 2022 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships, hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2022. From Indianapolis, here's Greg Thompson. We're here with Jimmy Mack. And Jimmy, you just got finished with two days of shows here at NTDC 2022. I want to get your impressions as you prepare to head west after two days of this event. First of all, big thanks to Elizabeth Barna of the ATA for making this possible and also facilitating a really terrific lineup of people to talk to. The consistent thing I found was the real energy of being back at something that people miss terribly. You often don't understand how much people enjoy something or love something until it's been taken away from them for an extended period of time. A lot of our listeners couldn't see the kind of joy on the faces of the men and women we got a chance to talk to, the combination of being back in the competition, but also seeing people that many of them hadn't seen for a long time. The understanding of it, too. We talk about the idea of if you have faith, then the world will follow. But the number of people we talked to over the course of the event who understood the purpose of the event, if their principal purpose was fun, they understood the safety component. If their principal purpose was focusing on the safety, it was still a lot of fun. There really was an understanding that along with who was the best at taking the test, who was the best at diagnosing on the pre-trip, and who was the best at handling their truck on the course, all of them really seemed to understand how the event itself connects back to their life on the road. Sometimes when I talk during the course of these shows, I begin to slowly figure out what's actually going on. The idea that I understood that everybody there was a champion. But you don't understand that everybody there who's a champion has to win their business model version of the event, has to win sometimes the region of their state, then win their state. So there are many people who are walking in there who are champions three times over. But the other thing that hit me that I didn't think about, and Chris Spear made this really clear too, that even when it's not your fault, if you're involved in any sort of accident, you're ineligible, no matter what the circumstance of that event are, to really make this the highest of the high, that if you get in an accident, you can't be in the event. So that every single person, when they get to their state competition and they close the door on their truck and they begin to take the course, they can do it in the knowledge that they earn the place here by being over the course of the year's safety. The focus on safety here and the pride at which the road captains kind of felt about their positions as road team captains, the understanding of being able to kind of take the competition and turn it into the practical value of driving, but also then turn that around and become ambassadors for both the sport they're engaged in and the profession they're engaged in. That was the thing. And also the fact that it just felt like if you're going to come back with something after a three-year hiatus in regards to trucking, Indianapolis is one hell of a place to pick. Absolutely. You've hit so many great points here, but is there something for you, a moment, a scene that stands out? We got a chance to talk to the CEO of uh, Yellow. There's great numbers of people in regard to the representation of Yellow being here. I mean, upwards of 15 plus here from all across the country. We got a chance to go back on the course towards the end of it, and I just realized that we were talking to different members of the Yellow team and the pride they were showing, and it just hit me all of a sudden. Some were standing there with us. I asked for a group picture. I just felt that the camaraderie and family that constantly came up, the sense of both people who will work together and people who hadn't worked together but knew each other from all these events, of just taking the time, the number of people who came by our table to hug somebody they hadn't seen in a while, that was kind of the thing that stuck with me, was the joy at which each of the people 
people saw other people. And sometimes for the first time, and sometimes after even two or three days of having seen people, every morning they'd run into each other and give each other big hugs, embraces, a constant exchange of ideas. I've always loved seeing my friends from Reads Across America, Alfonso Lewis, Ralph Garcia, Nate McCarty. Got a chance to interview two of the three of them and see all three of them. My memories are in many ways about this place are the same memories that they have of seeing people either that you haven't seen in a while or in a very long time. So that kind of sticks with you. I hadn't seen Alfonso in a year. I'm going to throw a word out for you. It's respect. There's so much respect here among the competitors. Yes, they are competing, but it doesn't feel like they're competing against each other. They're competing against the course. It's almost in a sense like golf. You are competing against other people, but you're competing against the course and the respect of what people have accomplished, as you talked about. Well, and like golf, too, you can finish eighth and it's a high honor. Absolutely. That's another kind of analogy with golf. The idea that if you finish in your category in the overall competition, finishing in the top 10 is something to kind of go home and brag about. I mean, of course, everybody wants to win, but there is a commonality in that sense. In other sports, loser goes home and that's the ball game. Whereas in this, there's kind of a final kind of reckoning. But everybody that's here can have a certain level of pride. Each one of the men and women who were here had to navigate through the same process on a state level, sometimes against bigger numbers. There really is a sense of you're competing against not so much the competition, but you're competing against the track itself. You're competing against your own knowledge of the test in the sense that nobody can beat you. That's the other thing, too. The only person that can beat you is yourself. It doesn't come down to somebody outpointing you. They're just doing their best score, and in that way, that's the kind of thing. There's nobody returning serve. There's nobody throwing a baseball past you. There's nobody tackling you or blocking you from doing what you're doing. So the golf analogy is a really, really strong one in regards to we're looking at individual results in a grouping. And for me, the moment that stands out as we're two days into this, and I know we have a couple more days to go, and I'm looking forward to Friday night when the championship is awarded. For me, I got the incredible opportunity to ride in a golf cart on the course with Wayne Crowder, who, as you interviewed and I chatted with, amazing guy because Wayne, grand champion, first time he ever did it, 2004. Yes. I mean, that's the only analogy that works. It's basically winning Rookie of the Year and the MVP in the same season. That's the only analogy that actually works for what happened. Basically, a quarterback taking his team to the Super Bowl and winning in his rookie season. It's the only kind of analogies that work for that. It's still remarkable to think about it even this far out from that event. I've been doing pod wheels for six years now, and I've got a handful of favorite podcasts. And this one, where we're riding with Wayne, and we're also spending time with America's road team because they took me inside the truck on the course. And we got to talk about John Lex. That experience with Wayne and being able to talk about John Lex, who, as you know, America's road team captain, recently the nicest, passed away. The nicest compliment I got while I was here, somebody actually looked me in the eye during one of the interviews and said, I just want to tell you after what was over with and said, you remind me of John Lex. And I just said, that's about as high as a compliment you possibly can give somebody. His presence was very much missed. A lot of people brought him up and mentioned him. A great man and a good memory. I did one of the last interviews with him before he left us. Elizabeth Barna brought him on our show. And I think in many ways to let him say goodbye to as many people as he possibly could. Those are the kind of people that stay with us here in so much family here. I said to see all the kids here, to be in that kind of environment. 
Well, and the thing is, this is like a huge family reunion, a family of trucking, a family of safety. I know that you're leaving here, heading west, with just a real positive feeling. It's one of those things, too, where I got my trucking socks, and it's just a great reminder that we often talk about even some of the best among us often get kind of full of despair and bitter on the road and it can isolate you. These moments are designed precisely to prevent that sort of despair from kicking in, that sort of existential musing that happens when you're headed west, as I am. Of course, I have the advantage of only having to take five and a half hours to get there by plane flight. But I do think that one of the other important parts of this is that it reminds so many of these men and women they're not alone. We had a wonderful honor of a number of people stop by our booth to kind of tell us that they're appreciative of what we do, you do, myself, Dave, Nemo, and all of our friends on the Road Dog Trucking, Red Eye Radio, and all that, who keep many of these men and women company. And that's really a groovy thing. We're glad to be here with them. Well, before we go, I would be remiss if we didn't mention Summer and your producers with Sirius XM. And I also want to throw a big shout out to my guys in Chattanooga at their undisclosed location, Tony and Barry, who have helped us get... Ramble and get a lot of stuff up in an awful hurry. Right, this, right, the, right. The, the shelf life on this stuff, you can't be releasing this two weeks after the event. People want a sense of immediacy and a kind of you are there man on the street sense. And their work, my guys work in regards to making it all kind of run smoothly over two days of handoffs and remote locations. And then, of course, you guys with doing a turnaround in a 24-hour period less than that has just been remarkable. So a big thanks to Summer, who also wrangled all those people for those interviews in the blink of an eye. For sure, so yes. we're appreciative of that. So thank you, Greg. I really appreciate it. Thanks. I'm looking forward to the next time we're able to get together in person. All righty, man. Safe travels west. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2022. Check back with us right here for more of our podcast features as we cover this championship event.